those. I try to mix them up. I try to make them a little bit different every day, which is hard when you have so little to work with. Just like my face. Having fun. Here we go for more fun with the show in three, two, one. Rhyme not intended. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday. It's February 4th, 2021. My name is Jeremy. And this is my first cup of coffee. Mm. So I have to tell you, I am in the best mood I've been in in a while. Why? Because I got to train a little bit last night with people. Because we got to call it work. So we kind of kind of push the boundaries on, on some things. Filming. So I mentioned a couple days ago that, you know, there's a there's a new project, kind of a side project. Uh, it will not be Whistlekick branded. That I think I'm going to call it Jeremy Lesniak Martial Arts. JLMA. I don't know. I don't name things well. It's not my skill. And so reached out to a local friend with a school and said, hey, I'm looking for, I, my eye itches if you can't tell. I'm looking to do some filming. I could use you and maybe one of your students. Maybe you guys could help me out. And he said, yeah, I'm, I'm always down to help. So um, spent 90 minutes yesterday, a couple towns over, shooting some film with uh, Mr. Nish Grout of Integrity Taekwondo and his student Lucas. And it was just, it was perfect. Uh, Lucas is a great kid good martial artist. Nish is a good martial artist. And we had fun. More importantly, it was just we had fun. And I presented um, nine concepts in separate videos of things that I think martial artists either do wrong or look at wrong. Actually, I'm going to change that word. Um, would benefit from looking at and trying differently. Because I'm not, and I explicitly say it in some of the videos, I'm not saying that doing it differently is wrong. But so often we get into this habit where we train that the thing that we do is the thing that we were taught. We never think about, oh, is this, does this make sense? Because we've seen in, in history and in science and in, in every academic and, and non-academic subject that there are myths, there are things that are passed down that aren't that don't quite make sense. Uh, so yesterday, we went over, well, here's one. We went over why a true back kick really doesn't happen above the knee. Now, I'm all for kicking to the head. It doesn't work on a back kick. So we went through that. I explained the the anatomy and physiology of it, demonstrated some things, showed it on a kicking shield, why it's such a dramatically different kick, etc. And we did eight others, and I'm gonna watch them. They're all like three to four minutes, they end up being much shorter than I expected, which I, I'm actually happy with. Good morning, Stacy. And we will we'll put them out. I gotta, I gotta rewatch them, make sure I didn't do anything stupid. And we'll go from there.
We'll see what the response is. I feel like nine videos is enough that if the response is good, I'll do more and I'll put some resources into it. If it's not, well, I bought that, that handheld gimbal thing and had some fun. That's it. Oh, and that thing, by the way, physically, the hardware is really good. The software that comes with it, ugh, it's awful. It sucks. I don't like it. But we found that we didn't have to use it. So. I always find uses for more audiovisual gear. Eventually, the warehouse will probably get converted into a studio. But we're not there yet. That might be that might be a summer project. There are some things that I want to do to clean up, make it a little nicer. Uh, what else happened yesterday? Went and looked at a Land Cruiser. I don't know if you all remember, there was one out in Colorado that I thought I was buying, and it fell through. Went and looked at one locally. Don't think it's going to work out. Price is high. There's maintenance that hasn't been done to it. The underside, because we're in Vermont, is more rusty. Although, in spots, it's rough. In other spots, it's not that rough. Uh, but if we add it all up, it just... It's not the right one. So. Um... Did the books yesterday, client call. Yesterday was pretty productive, did some good stuff. And I've got a, several of my clients working on an, on an effort for them. And uh, there's a transaction that happens, not a sale, but something that they're, they're having done. And just those emails were pouring in here. So it's, forget about the specifics. What what is nice is seeing when your advice is taken and it leads to benefit. And that's what I'm pumped about. I'm seeing, excuse me, true tangible benefit from my student, uh, my students, my clients. Students, I don't have students. I would consider like a monthly training thing, kind of like my karate instructors did the last few years. I would consider doing something like that here. But COVID. So. Um, is there anything else to talk about yesterday? We got some snow. I'm gonna have to run the snowblower at some point. <laughs> Stacy says, yes for clients who are students, they are learning from you. Yeah, they are. They are. Uh, I don't wanna call, in, in the context of that relationship though, I don't wanna refer to myself as a teacher because it's, it, uh, in business, it comes across condescending. They didn't come to me to learn. They came to me for my effort and my knowledge, which I know it's the same. It's kind of the same thing, but semantics matter. Uh, so I'm gonna have to run the snowblower at some point. Fortunately, the car can get through it because uh, I don't have time to do it today. And I don't really have time to do it tomorrow. So. Yet another chore on the list for the weekend. On the snowblower. Uh, what else happened? Going to visit a client today. We're going to do shoot, shoot some video, work, work some stuff. I talked about this client last week that we had a call. And they were depressed. And a good part of the reason I'm going over is to see if I can help shake them out of it. It's like a professional depression. 
I think I can help. Find a way to help. Then I'll probably go to the gym. Got some calls this morning. We're on track. We're doing well. Things are going well. It's Thursday. There's an episode out. I don't know what it is. Unless it just showed up on here. Let's see. Nope. Hasn't uploaded yet. Whatever episode 577 is. That'll be out in a moment. Uh, I wish Julius got these out like just a few minutes earlier. Usually they're scheduled. So who knows what's going on. That's okay. You all subscribe anyway. I'm sure you better subscribe. If you don't subscribe. All right. Let's see what you gave me to talk about. Let's talk about things. I've got five quotes here, some from Frank and one from Stacy. Uh, let's do, let's do Frank's first. Today we look at the poet laureate Amanda Gorman. We've been reviewing the work, the words of famous people who happen to line up with Black History Month. You thought I forgot there for a second, didn't you? If we're to live up to our own time, then victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made, that is the promise to glade the hill we climb. Victory won't lie in the blade, but in all the bridges we've made. I can't think of a better um, crossing punctuation there, but I can't think of a better line for where we're at in the world right now. You can think of the blade f figuratively. Well, I guess the two ways I'm gonna use it are both figurative. You can think of it in terms of attacking people, being nasty, angry. And you can think of it as cutting people away, cancel culture, just, just being dismissive. I don't like what that person has to say, so I need to exclude them from my, my life. There are times when that's necessary. But it's become, it's become so common that it's sending us in a path where we won't have a single country we, we literally will fracture this country into multiple distinct um, entities. Maybe it'll be states, maybe not. Bridges, building bridges. It's so much more work. It's so much more rewarding. It's so much more important. If you're at all remotely my age, I think there's a pretty good shot that when you were growing up, you were taught a variety of things when you were really young, including the importance of sharing, the importance of um, compromise, 
the importance of hearing other people's perspectives. All of these things that become important tools as an adult to foster a society. And I see so many people having forgotten those lessons. If they were so important, why did we teach them to our children? Why did we have to learn them? Why were they so important that they were the first things we learned? Well, they are important, and we're ignoring them. Stacy says, Sesame Street and Romper Room taught me that. For me, it was Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. Uh, Emmett's asking where he can order the novel. It's only on Amazon right now. Uh, we're not doing... We're not bringing copies. We're not doing autograph copies at the, at the moment because I'm really trying to get sales up. And when we do, when we bring in copies, they don't really count as sales in the same way. So Amazon.com or .co.uk or uh, .de, .jp, .il, .au, .fr, .es. Oh, there's more. Any of the Amazons, you should be able to get it. You've all heard me talk about this before. And this is something, if I had a martial arts school... Stacey says, put a link to Amazon on your site. I've done that before. The problem is with Shopify, with the platform that we use, it shows up with big out of stock before they even get to the link. And in the past, it's confused people. So we're not going to do that. Oh, well. Um, oh, if I had, no, not bad at all. She says, oof, sorry, my man. nothing to apologize for. I appreciate the suggestion. If I had my own martial arts school and I was working with kids, I would probably be mildly subversive for the time. Because I would be making sure the kids had these lessons. And I wouldn't be doing it in such an overt way that people picked up on what I was doing. I'd be creating scenarios. Role play. Hey, that kid walks up and takes your toy. What do you do? Do you punch him in the face? No. Right? Like that kind of stuff. Oh, you know, the other thing I worked on yesterday was uh, the hybrid strength speed program. I'm finally dialing it in. It's, it's, it's getting there. It's work. It's work to, to fuse these concepts and come up with something that is worth doing. Because it's a 90-day it's a program. The speed program is a 90-day program, and it's effective. So to take that same 90 days and maintain as much of that speed development while getting stronger, oof, that's hard work. Poetry is always at the pulse of the most dangerous and the most daring questions that a nation or a world might face. I like poetry. To me, poetry is expressing an idea and caring about how it, not only what it says, but how it says it. It's making sure that the words sound good. And I suspect, and you know, Stacy has not only read, but edited the book. I'm curious if 
she will have, if she picked up on this, that was a priority in writing the novel. When I went back through and I did my edit before passing it on to others, I, I do, I read things out loud. That is part of my editing process. I needed to make sure all of those sentences sounded good. And at some point when I record the audiobook version, you'll probably be able to hear it better. I don't just want to convey an idea. I want to convey an idea in an articulate way that the arrangement of the words and the sound of the words furthers the idea. And this is something that I, I'm going to guess I've picked up on this, that this is important to me because of my, my love of rap music, hip hop. How words fit together matters. And when I think about the musicians that I love the most, they have not only a way of expressing ideas, but doing it creatively and in such a way that the words almost become notes. It's kind of like they're an instrument and the words not only are words, but they're, they are uh, they're music, they're sound that combines in a certain way to create a mood. And I think that's great. I have a lot of respect for that. I don't think it's snowing right now. It might be. It snowed like a little bit all day, yesterday and the day before. Poetry and art in general means showing up with your best self and whoever that may be. That in and of itself is beautiful. The more that we can bring our authentic selves with hope into the moment, the more that moment will show up for us. Sounds like training to me. The more that we can bring our authentic selves with hope into the moment, the more that moment will show up for us. Poetry and art in general, martial arts, means showing up with your best self. That, that, is, that is as descriptive a recommendation of how to approach training as I've ever seen. Show up authentically. It's okay to go to class when you're upset or sad or angry. It's okay to go when you're scared or hurt. All these things are fine. You have to make sure that you aren't negatively impacting others' training. But you gotta show up. And you might as well show up as you, whoever you are at that moment, wherever you are in life. If you're happy, be happy. If you're not, that's okay. I remember when I had a school, there were days I was happy, there were days I was sad, angry, fearful. And I had to check my whatever at the door because my students deserved that. And I do the same thing now. When I put on my whatever, my gi, my dobok, whatever I'm wearing, when I put on that uniform, my pajamas, 
I usually take a moment, I close my eyes and I count to 10. And when I get to 10, I'm in training mode. And I do my best to let all the outside stuff fall away as I count up. When, I, when I'm done, I open my eyes, I step out the door, it's all gone. Whatever the problems are, whatever the frustrations, the pain, they'll be there when I'm done. I can come back to them in a couple hours. Sometimes it's just nice to put stuff down for a while. But it doesn't always work. So if that pain is there, I try to train with it, not through it or around it, but with it. It's fuel. It inspires whatever I'm doing. This is where I think forms become grossly underrated. I can do a form happy. I can do a form angry. I can do a form sad. It's a performance. It's a dance. It comes through. And if you are a an observant person with some skill in martial arts, you can probably see the emotion in people. It should be there. I've done forms. I've done forms in competition where I've had tears. Not because I've been sad, but because I've just, I've been so tapped in to the emotional side. I just let it through. I just, it's powerful. I'm so glad you brought up the last time. I'm sorry. I'm so glad you brought up the last line. Hope isn't something that we ask of others. It's something that we have to demand from ourselves. That was Amanda Gorman in an interview with Anderson Cooper. Hope isn't something that we ask of others. It's something that we have to demand from ourselves. Hope. Hope is the most important thing. Maybe not. Hope is one of the most important things. Because what happens when hope is removed? Hope for growth. Hope for the future. Hope for more. Hope for better. Danger. Danger comes when hope is gone. The most dangerous people are those with nothing to lose. Those without hope. Those without any provision for betterment. This is why punishing crime, or I should say the punishment for being a criminal doesn't just prevent people from doing crime. Because it ignores the psychology. And I'm not suggesting that we don't have laws or anything. It's a whole, it's a much, unlike many people, I'm not gonna say all you have to do is this, because it's a complex situation. Stacy says, ask some of those characters in your book what a world without hope is. Why we love Rachel and Gerald and Victoria. Yeah. That was an important concept in the book. How different people find hope or handle not having hope. 
I am hopeful. I'm hopeful for so many things. I'm grateful for what I have and I'm hopeful that I will have more. Yeah. More coffee. And a completely different direction, but an important quote nonetheless from Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. If you don't make time for your wellness, you will have to make time for your illness, Dr. Anna Young. We live in this very interesting time. I mean, this is a weird time. And I'm not going to speak specifically to COVID because it is such a charged subject. So please permit me as I say these next things to put that aside. Okay. Uh, let's think more generally. Okay. Let's think about health as a concept. We have a lot of people who complain about their health. They complain about what their health care costs. They complain about the time it takes to go to doctors. They complain about the availability of doctors. They complain about many things. And I think they have a right to. But so many of those same people invest no time and no money into their health. They're willing to spend it on their, their illness but they won't spend it on their health. And what I find interesting is I get lectured from people, people who mean well, people my age and older, about the fact that I don't have medical insurance. I'm not saying I wouldn't get medical insurance. I'm saying that I think the cost of medical insurance for what is likely to happen to me is silly. Remember, insurance is a business model where they have to take more than they pay. Wouldn't work out, right? I think we can all agree on that. So you look at me as a very healthy 41-year-old man who exercises frequently, doesn't smoke, uh, doesn't drink heavily, and invests a tremendous amount of time and energy into remaining healthy. I'm a great bet for them. So why am I going to spend $500 a month on medical care with huge deductibles, or I should say medical insurance with huge deductibles for things that statistically are so unlikely to happen to me? I'm not, so I don't. And the people who lecture me on this are not healthy people. There are people who would rather spend the money on the medical insurance and the time on going to the doctors when they're ill rather than being preventive and proactive. There are people who spend money on crummy food. They sit at a desk all day. They don't exercise, they don't walk, they don't go outside. They've become domesticated. I have no doubt that as I age, 
at some point my body will start to break down. I'm in the best shape of my life. I can, I can say that point blank. And I've been able to say that since I was about 28, 29. I've continued to find ways to get healthier as I've learned more. But I am likely to be one of those people at 80, 90. I would love to, I, I believe I will live beyond 100. That is, that is my plan. And I'm gonna be one of those people that people look at and go, wow, he's in great shape. And then one day, I'll just not wake up. That's how I think I'm going out. Because that's how I wanna go out. I'm not gonna get sick, I refuse to. Jeremy, you don't have, yes I do. I absolutely do have control over that. Not complete, but plenty of. And so this is the difference. If you invest the time, the energy, the money into being healthy, you will remain healthy. If you don't, you won't. We had a couple comments come in. Uh, Emmett said, this is going back to the other quote, there's a lot of belief with kids that positive reinforcement is more effective than the negative punishment. Treat society better and crime may drop. Just a thought, I completely agree. Uh, and he also says, I sell health insurance for a living at the moment, or at the minute. LOL, and couldn't agree more. Prevention is less important to people than the cure when it goes wrong. And unfortunately, our entire Western medicine, medical approach is reactive. Reactive action, reaction in martial arts is always slower, right? Would you rather be, get out of the way, be out of the way before the kick comes, or would you rather wait for the kick to come and then try to block it? Which one is more likely to succeed? Not being there in the first place. I'm happy that we have Western medicine. It's done wonderful, wonderful things, but it's also done terrible things. No one's ever gonna care more about your health than you. If you set the bar low, nobody's gonna set it higher for you. The doctors, think about it this way. Think about the people in your life. Do you care more? Of, let me say it a different way. Have you ever had somebody in your life that didn't care about themselves, that didn't care about, let's say, their health or their finances? How exhausting is it to try to care for them? Now imagine you're a doctor where day in and day out, that's what happens. I'll write you a prescription. I'll send you to a specialist. They're exhausted because nobody's bringing any energy to circle back to the beginning because they're not showing up authentically and truly presenting what matters to them. They have resigned themselves to, oh, I guess this is what, this is what happens. Oh, I hit 30, I hit 40, I hit 50, my body's falling apart. If you, that's how you wanna live, sure. There's a guy at the gym that I've noticed he's, I think he said he's like 51, 52. Guy bench presses like 300 and something pounds, super strong. Seems like he's in great shape. His wife's there too. She seems like she's in great shape. They've got a daughter who's probably 18 and she's learning all these habits from her parents. When, what's the quote? When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's never too late. Every cell in our body is made up of food, water, light, and air. 
you can adjust. All right, that's enough preaching for a more. Thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you to Stacy, to Frank for leaving quotes. Thank you to Sensei Emmett for watching, leaving some, some comments live. Excuse me. Come by live. We have some fun. It's a great way to start the day. We talk about martial arts. We talk about other stuff. So subscribe. Turn on notifications every weekday, 6.30 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Grab yourself a mug at whistlekick.com. Use the code FIRSTCUP15 or support the Patreon. Yeah. Go check out today's episode of Martial Arts Radio, which maybe is here now. Oh, fine. Whatever. My tablet's being dumb. Let's take a picture. I don't want to take a picture. I'm going to go do some work. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care. Peace.